Disney Conversations Tour number 81 continues our look at the places to grab a bite to eat at or near Disney's Hollywood Studios. On this journey, we will look at the resorts that are accessible by way of the skyline. We begin this leg of our journey at Art of Animation, and then we cross over Hourglass Lake to Pop Century, after which we jump back on the Skyliner and make our way over to some nice options at the Caribbean Beach Resort before ending this tour at the Riviera. I'm your host, Magical Matthew, and joining me once again on this excursion is our co-host, Diane Whiting. Together, we will see what we can get into on this edition of the Disney Conversations podcast. We're glad to have you along. All aboard! And what I'd like to do for this section is I'd like to go and take the Skyliner. We're going to change lines at Caribbean Beach. We'll come back to Caribbean Beach in a little bit. But I want to go ahead and take the right-hand turn and get on the Skyliner that's going to take us over to the Hourglass Lake area where we can visit Pop Century and Art of Animation. I've stayed at both resorts. I can state emphatically I have eaten at both of those food courts. That's about the only place I can say I've eaten everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start at Art of Animation. Landscape of Flavors is a reason why they call it that. And it's because whatever your palate desires, you can just about bet you're going to find something that will satisfy your, your needs. It tastes good. There's variety. There's like four or five different stations Inside the food court, there's burgers and chicken, there's pizza and pasta. That's pretty much standard everywhere. But they've got some pretty unique things to offer, too. They've got a, a barbecued pulled pork sandwich. I remember that. That was tasty. I don't know what the barbecue sauces they have on that, but it's really good. They offer some different things, and I'm looking at the menu. It does look like it's gotten trimmed down a little bit. But they've got a seared salmon they got a tandoori chicken, which I've not tried, but I've had other people tell me it's really good. they got shrimp and grits. Somehow I think that ought to be over at Port Orleans, but okay. <laughs> they got a braised beef. That looks really good. It's got a red wine demi-glaze on it. That sounds really tasty. I must be getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Landscape of Flavors has a lot to offer, and I'm not sure, but I think they may have the new Coke machines over there, too. The Freestyle. Yeah, so you have some variety in your sodas. If you want flavors like you were talking before, yeah. you can do that. At Landscape of Flavors, breakfast is the basic Disney breakfast. You get waffles, you get eggs, you get bacon, you get sausage, those kinds of things. They've got some other offerings at breakfast for people who don't want that much food. Pop and Art of Animation, their breakfast offerings are almost identical. So I'm not going to cover that at both of those resorts. Like I said, for lunch and dinner... There's some different things to get a hold of there that are really pretty tasty. And I like the atmosphere. Is it a little noisy? Yeah. I think Art of Animation is mislabeled. They call it a value resort, but it's not really. A, the only value section is Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. The rest of it is sweets. I heard somebody once say, it might have been Lou Mangello, was calling those value plus. That's a little more accurate, I think. Yes. And to be honest, for the price you're paying for those suites, you could get into a moderate resort for the same money, maybe a little less. But if you need the room, yeah, 
Family Suite's a good deal. We did, we're a family of five plus the mother-in-law, so we had six people on the one trip that we took together, and we were all able to have a bed, and we stayed in a Lion King suite. It was gorgeous. It's a beautiful resort. Really well-appointed. I loved it. If Art of Animation is something you're looking into, don't be afraid to try the food court because they've got some things there that you can enjoy. And if you're a little adventurous, it's on the menu. It's just such a great resort for, you know, what you're getting. And and I agree it is value plus, but the pool is outstanding. Uh, The theming is great, especially if you have little kids, you know, it's very obviously themed. There's nothing subtle about art of animation or pop century in their theming. But I love that. Uh, We stayed at Pop. It's been a while, but we really enjoyed it. And I liked the food court. I thought for a value resort, it was really well done. The food was good. And I was Mm -hmm. super impressed. Now, if you're staying at RV Animation and you're going to the Big Blue Pool, which is the main feature pool there, well, the cool things about that pool is it's got music underwater Mm -hmm. when it works. Yeah. (laughs) As always, with everything at Disney, yeah. in theory. But they, <laughs> yes, yes. But I, I did get to hear it. My, my son and I did get in the pool for a few minutes. The air was quite cool. It was in the sixties. Oh wow, you're brave. <laughs> so, the water was nice and warm. But man, as soon as we came up, it was time to head right back to the room because it was cold. Yeah, yeah. But they do have uh, out there. They have what they call the drop-off pool bar. Obviously, themed to Nemo for the drop-off. Mm-hmm. They have a variety of alcoholic beverages and stuff, but they have some basic sandwiches and little treats to nosh on. They've got the uh, frozen treats, and they got a ham and cheddar sandwich and Greek salad. they got a soft pretzel, turkey provolone sandwich. So you don't have to go hungry if you're out there. And, and you know, if you're swimming and you don't really care about anything else, that's going to be just yeah. fine. Yeah, and it's the same menu at the Pop Century Pool Bar. And uh, yeah, it's good. It You know, you can get lunch mm-hmm. there for sure. And I would do that if I'm spending the day at the pool as opposed to, you know, dripping my way into the food court to eat where you're going to freeze in the air conditioning. Yes. But, you know, if you just want a turkey sandwich and some chips or whatever, they're great. I like all of the pool bars at the resorts. I've gotten some really good items and they've got the seating too. So if you're having a pool day, you really can't beat it. So then we're going to wander over to Pop Century, which is right across Hourglass Lake. You're going to walk past the Skyliner Station because it's right in the center between the two. You're going to find some of the same entrees there that they have at Art of Animation. I'm looking for something specific here. You know, I'm really, it, it is almost exactly the same menu, which is a little disappointing because in the beginning, Art of Animation, they really had a lot of great stuff. I mean, they don't have gelato anymore. And I'm actually not finding at Pop what I was hoping to find. You might want to ask. Somebody said it might be an off-menu item now. But apparently there is a pot roast meal at Pop that you can get. And it's not on the menu, current menu that's shown online anyhow. But still, the atmosphere there is really pretty nice too. I... It is. It's energetic. But it's, it's a lot of fun. Do they have the uh, tie-dye cheesecake anymore? I remember my kids love that. I believe they do still have that. Play-Doh colored cheesecake. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
right there. It's on the menu. It didn't taste bad. I've had some of it. Yeah, I've had some of it. But uh, yeah, it's it is it's Play-Doh. It it looks like Play-Doh, but it tastes pretty good if you can get past all of the the food dye. <laughs> So if you're at Hollywood Studios and you feel like being that adventurous or you want to, you know, you don't mind being that far away, which isn't really that far, total Skyliner time between the two lines and the changeover is probably going to be around 10 minutes because from Caribbean Beach to the Skyliner station at Pop and Art, I timed it. If it doesn't stop, it's four minutes flat. So it's not a long Skyliner ride. No, and the nice thing, you know, Hollywood Studios, generally for us, we're not necessarily in that park all day long. Uh, You can afford to take a break during lunch or, you know, have dinner somewhere else because it is on the Skyliner, so it is easy. And if you've never been to Pop Century or to Art of Animation, they're just really fun resorts to go and check out, even if you're not staying there. The lobby of Pop Century, I love their shadow boxes showcasing you know different memorabilia from each decade that's represented at pop century and that kept my kids entertained for quite a while there's a there's a lot of fun stuff uh sometimes their stores have different merchandise than you might find anywhere else so it's just a nice little break get out of the park or if you're done early yeah take the skyliner over get a snack and and hang out at those resorts I had to I had to go over there to drop my uh, wheelchair off to take my scooter back. We were at Hollywood Studios, so I just jumped on the Skyline. The reason I chose Pop is because we had stayed there the year before, so I was familiar with the layout, and I knew where I had to go to do what I needed to do. And so I did that. It was a little weird being back there, given what happened I'll last bet. year with me. But at the same time, it was it was nice. I I was you know I have good yeah. memories. Yeah, we do too. Stay. We love it. One bad one, but mostly good. Art of animation. I enjoyed my stay there, and like you said, both of these are worth walking around. At Pop, you got the '50s, '60s, '70s, '80s, and '90s sections. Their themes are based in those years. At Art, you've got Little Mermaid, which is the only true value section. Then you've got Lion King, Cars. And Nemo, which Nemo is like the most expensive room yeah. in the feature pool. But there's also a pool at Little Mermaid and at Cars. Yeah, and the Cars cute. section is really well done. I mean, you walk over there, you feel like you Yeah, I can't wait to take my grandson over there just to play. Yeah, just to play yeah, and walk around. Love that. Yeah, so they're both beautiful resorts. I mean, sometimes people will hear value and think Motel 6. No, they're not. It, they're really nice. All stars are probably a little more of that type, more mm-hmm. of a roadside stop but still. Kind of thing. Pop and art, yeah, they still they still yeah. got plenty of icons around. Mm-hmm. They're themed well. Nothing wrong with staying there at all. If you need, yeah, to it's better bucks, honestly. Right it's just my opinion uh, to stay at All Stars rather than off site because you get a whole bunch of on site advantages. And the hotel rooms are are nice. They're right. okay. They're nice. I, I would not complain about having to stay at All-Stars. All right, Diane, so it's your turn. We're taking the, the Skyliner back over to okay. Caribbean Beach. Give us the uh, culinary tour of Caribbean Beach because you've probably eaten at all of those too. It's been a minute. Um, well, okay, now for some of them, <laughs> the last time we stayed at Caribbean Beach was 1989 and the resort had just opened. And I loved it there. I thought it was beautiful. 
it's sprawling. So if you are staying there, please be advised that you need to add time into your day to allow for the bus to drive the internal loop to get you to Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom Park. You can take the Skyliner for everything else, but it it is a huge resort. Having said that, it's beautifully themed. The main place for eating is the Centertown Market, which is their quick service. Uh, and when, when we stayed there in 1989, this was back in the day when you could still get the Disney handwiches. Do you remember those? They were like ice cream cone shaped bread stuffed with like barbecue chicken. Vaguely, yeah. <laughs> They're Actually, they were really good. And we, I think we were staying in the Jamaica section. And so my husband would walk over there in the morning to get like little cartons of milk because I would always pack like little boxes of cereal for us to eat or, you know, he would bring stuff back. But it's a good little quick service. Again, the breakfast is the same as any standard Disney quick service, you know, the the waffles, the pancakes, the eggs, you you get it all. Uh, The lunch and dinner, they've got some kind of cool stuff with a Caribbean twist. Uh, They have citrus marinated chicken with barbecue pork ribs and sausage. Uh, They have a fried yucca bowl. So that, you know, you're not going to get that anywhere else. Uh, and they've got a Jamaican half chicken uh, with rice and veggies. And then they've got, you know, the regular cheeseburgers. They've got a Cuban sandwich. They've got a rum mango barbecued pulled pork sandwich. So everything definitely has a Caribbean flavor. I really like it. Uh, their banana, uh, it's like the pool pool bar. It's a banana cabana. That's what it's called. They've got some good entrees there that you can eat at. They've got the pirate themed pool. So it's just Just a fun place to spend the day for a pool bar, but the Banana Cabana, obviously you can get drinks there, but they've got a jerk chicken sandwich, they've got some cheeseburgers, they've got a Sebastian salad, and they've got shrimp. That's a great place to go if you're spending the day at the pool there. It's a little bit of a step up from Pop and Art of Animation and what they offer at their their pool bar, but you know, it's good. Then Sebastian's Bistro. And I know I talked about this on a a previous show, but this is really good. It is served family style. It's gone up since I was there last. It used to be $29 per adult. Now it's 32. It's still worth it. So the menu, it's almost like exactly the same sort of presentation as Ohana. And Honestly, some of the food I like better. So you get just these yummy pull apart rolls to start and they have guava butter and they have an onion jam with them. Save one of those rolls because you're going to make a sandwich with it when you get the entree. So they give you uh, oven citrus roasted chicken. They have a mojo pork with a mango sambal and they have uh, grilled chili rubbed beef with mojito relish. They serve it with rice and beans, cilantro, rice and beans, a vegetable curry, and then some grilled seasonal vegetables. It was all so good. Like all of the meat was delicious. We cleaned the platter. And if you take your little bun with the guava butter on it and you make a sandwich with the pork, that's excellent. You can also order as like a $10 extra some coconut shrimp with chipotle dipping sauce. The salad is just beautiful. Um, It's mixed greens and kale. It has candied pumpkin seeds and tropical fruit. And, you know, the big, um, I can't remember what kind of radish they are, but they're the big, really pretty pink radishes. It has a key lime dressing on it. And then 
just like Ohana, they serve you bread pudding. I like this bread pudding better than Ohana's. It's a coconut pineapple mm. bread pudding. And they do the same thing with the vanilla ice cream and the caramel sauce. So you're paying like half the price of Ohana. And I thought the food was equal, if not better in some cases. So this is a steal and it's just beautiful there. It's not a huge space. And now that the word is getting out, more people are making reservations. So like I said, the price, yeah, the price went up $4 a person since I was there in May. So if this keeps going the way it's going, you know, I expect it to be $35 next, but it is still worth it. It's really good. It's beautiful. We came out and the sunset was over the lake. It was really lovely. So a great thing to do with Sebastian's is if you're spending a day at Hollywood Studios, you know, make a reservation for dinner and just take the Skyliner over there and walk around the resort. And it's really just, just a great, great meal. And again, it's, you know, $19 for kids. So it's a, it's a great price point. One of the reasons it's so much less expensive is they don't have characters. It's a really pretty, it feels very, you know, summery and the colors are all pale wood in the restaurant. It's just a really nice space. That is definitely one that's on my list to do. I've heard quite a bit about it over the last few years and I really want to give it a shot. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm not sure when I'll be back at Disney World because my next goal is to Mm, go to California. So we'll see how things work out. Disneyland, I love it. My wife said something about retiring to Florida. Oh, okay. Being a snowbird. <laughs> she wants to be a snowbird. I'm like, you go right ahead. <laughs> You're just going to stay down but, there all the time. Heck yeah. Yeah. So, yep. okay. So that leaves Riviera. Ah, yes. Saving the best for last. <laughs> Here's the question. Do you walk over to the Riviera from Caribbean Beach or do you jump back on the Skyliner? Because I've heard you could do it either way. It's a nice walk from Caribbean Beach to Riviera. It, you know, I wouldn't do it in the heat of the day, but it is a pretty walk and it's not awful. The same thing with getting off the Skyliner and getting to Sebastian's Bistro. That's a Mm -hmm. little bit of a walk and it's not the easiest walk. You've got to walk along the road and, you know, so just be aware that there is walking if you're in a scooter or if you have trouble with walking that kind of a distance, you might want to Uber over because it's a walk. Now, the walk from Caribbean Beach to Riviera is all on the sidewalks and it's all really nice. And I've done both. You can take this, you know, the Skyliner if it's easier for you to do that, if you can't tolerate the walking. Uh, But if you can, it's actually a really pretty walk. So once you've walked us over there, I'll start with like the smallest thing and go up to uh, the biggest. So Le Petit Café is right there inside of the lobby. Uh, now the lobby, it's it's really fun because it's, it's not one of those huge lobbies. It is supposed to look like a boutique resort along the French and Italian Riviera. And it does, it nails mm. that. It's beautifully themed, but a lot of people walk in and they're not necessarily super, super impressed. So this is the lounge area and you can get charcuterie and you can get a cheese plate and you can get a cupcake. And, you know, it's very basic kind of food. But if that's what you're looking for or a drink, that's a good place. They also have absolutely delicious little French pastries there. They're exquisite. They're little works of art. And so you can always get that while you're there and get a drink. And you've got, 
you got yourself a really nice snack. Uh, they sometimes in the morning will offer little breakfast things like croissants and things like that to, to eat while you're there. Then their pool bar is Bar Riva. And you will notice, having talked about the other resorts, based on the type of food that you're getting, that uh, Riviera is a deluxe resort. Riviera is exclusively Disney Vacation Club, but anybody can book a room there and pay cash. Honestly, I wouldn't recommend that because they're going to rip you off. So just rent the points from a DVC rental place. Recommend the DVC rental store. And you can, you know, you can stay there and have that same experience, but you will save a ton of money. So at Bar Riva, while you're out there at their gorgeous pool, you can get things like salmon with orzo or grilled vegetable skewers or baked brie. So you can already see that it's a little bit different than pop centuries turkey and provolone sandwich uh, yeah <laughs> i might rather have the turkey and provolone sandwich than the salmon with orzo but you know so they've got they've got a lot of very upscale kind of offerings at their pool bar you definitely can get that for lunch and have a beautiful lunch and feel like you are indeed on the riviera enjoying your vacation they have lovely salads as well. So it's a pool bar, but let's, let's <laughs> kind of amend that to like luxury pool bar. Uh, it's not your run of the mill pool bar <laughs> where you're going to get chips and, you know, no, it's not. no, but it's beautiful. Their pool area really is beautiful. Their handheld sandwich is a spicy Italian sa- sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it sucker's got every Italian meat you can think of on it. Yes. It's very much either French or Italian theming with the food. Uh, every once in a while, yeah. they'll throw in a kid meal cheeseburger. Keep that in mind if you're booking there. If you're like, I don't really want to eat this, then it might not be the place for you. So Primo Piatto is their quick service. And again, it's a little bit different than your ordinary Disney breakfast menu. You can get a croque madame, which is a classic French ham and Swiss with a fried egg. So you know, that's completely different. They have blueberry lemon pancakes filled with fresh blueberries topped with mascarpone cream and lemon zest. They have the scrambled eggs over the mascarpone polenta with a brioche roll and bacon and Italian sausage. They have a frittata. They have a cinnamon crumble French toast bread pudding with vanilla custard. This is the quick service. <laughs> I was gonna say, there's some full service notes on that. I know, and it it's it's good. And then you know they are open for breakfast through late night dining. So if you're going for dinner to Primo Piatto, you can get some of their hearth baked pizzas. Uh, they do have burgers there, so it's a little more not as high high end food. Uh, they have a grilled chicken sandwich, but it is balsamic marinated grilled chicken with a sun dried tomato relish spinach artichoke spread and mozzarella on a toasted focaccia with a side salad. So it's elevated food. It's delicious. The staff and cast members there are wonderful. So you will have a lovely experience. But now my most favorite restaurant might even, it's in, again, it's in my top five of, uh, of all Disney dining is Topolino's Terrace. And that is on the top floor of Riviera. The view is spectacular and they have a, you know, a balcony that goes around two sides of it. At least you can go out and you can take a look. Uh, It's a good place to watch fireworks if you're there in the evening. This is definitely a signature restaurant. I do recommend that you save up for it and try and get a breakfast reservation. It is incredibly good food and the character interaction 
because the space isn't huge. You know, they come by your table. I think they came by our table three times this past May. You can, you order your main entree and then you can get a side of any of the other entrees. It's expensive. It's $45 per adult, but we had no problem asking them to bring more food. So the breakfast entrees, there's so much to choose from. So you can get a quiche with house-made pancetta, roasted potatoes, and a field green salad with a lemon vinaigrette. That was my entree that I chose, and every single bite was delicious. You can get a fruit plate with yogurt and granola. You can get a wild mushroom scramble. That's plant-based. You can get smoked salmon on a bagel. Uh, You can get a French toast brulee with roasted potatoes. They've got avocado toast with prosciutto. Uh, They have the typical two eggs, roasted potatoes, and your choice of meat breakfast. Uh, The sour cream waffle. This is delicious. It's a sour cream waffle with roasted apples, chantilly cream, orange maple syrup, and then you get your choice of meat. And then the wood-fired butcher steak with polenta. Also really, really good food. And then they're cute little, uh, my little grandson, they got waffle dippers. It's like uh, the Mickey waffles on like a little stick. And it looks like an artist palette and you can dip it in a bunch of different little sauces. So yeah, it's super cute. And you know what? I've got pictures of most of these. So I'll go ahead and put them on our Facebook page so people can take a look at at the food. I'll I'll see what, what food I've uploaded, okay. you know, photos for all these restaurants. But The characters are all dressed like they're different artists and, you know, Minnie is a poet and she, they all have the cute outfits to match and you can buy these characters, you know, the little plushies down in their gift shop in Riviera. So just a little tip to either go in and look for or keep your kids out of after they've gone to Topolino's. They're super cute. You know, Daisy's a ballerina, Donald's a sculptor and Mickey is a painter and, they're really great, engaging character interactions, and it is a fun, fun restaurant for families. So Topolino's Terrace in the evening is an adult restaurant, honestly. It is signature dining. I don't think there's going to be much food. I mean, the kids could definitely get rigatoni with tomato sauce or grilled chicken or a steak, but it's a much more adult atmosphere. Your children would probably be happier eating somewhere else. You will be very happy eating here. However, um, it's a great date night restaurant. They have, uh, it's very much flavors of the Riviera. And so you're going to pay a lot of money. Uh, But this is one meal that I think is worth it. Uh, They've got antipasto course. They've got your appetizer course where they're offering things like slow roasted octopus. I'm going to take a pass on that one. They've got uh, lobster linguine. And mind you, lobster linguine is going to set you back $52. Everything here, most of the entrees are $50 and above unless they are a vegetarian entree. The rigatoni is $34. The roasted eggplant is $36. But even their provincial bouillabaisse is 48 so while the stew may be provincial the price is not they have filet mignon they have a french veal chop the food is is worth the price it's absolutely delicious but it is it is pricey you can eat there in the evening and then go out onto the terrace and watch the fireworks from epcot Uh, and if hollywood studios is doing something you can see that too but it's a wonderful restaurant it's it's great for a special occasion If you like an adult beverage with your meal, the bar at Topolino's, the wine list and the cocktail list is extensive from what I hear. Delicious. And they also have 
really rich and lovely desserts if you can actually eat anything else after your meal. Um, they have a, a <laughs> lovely creme brulee. They have a black currant mousse with blueberry sorbet, marinated berries, and a hibiscus cake. That's their plant-based dessert. Uh, they have a caramel chocolate mousse with hazelnut cheesecake. They also have like a traditional European dessert, a cheese board with different kinds of cheeses with a honeycomb, figs, uh, mushroom conserva, and some almonds. So, you know, however you like, you can finish off your meal. They have French pressed coffee, which would, you know, go well with your dessert. So it's a wonderful dining experience. And again, it's great for special occasions. Uh, if you're looking for something that would be a memorable evening, I would definitely consider Topolino's. Well, that sounds really good. And I think it also sounds like a good place to... We've eaten everywhere. <laughs> so there you go, folks. We've talked about Hollywood Studios. We've talked about the resorts nearby. That just leaves Epcot. And we'll come to that here in a few weeks. We are probably going to step aside from this and start talking about some holiday stuff. So stay tuned for that. We're really glad you joined us here on Disney Conversations. It's always a joy, Diane, to have you with us. Thank you so much. It is always fun being here, and it is always fun talking about food and Disney and Disney food. That's a combination you can't beat. Nope, it sure isn't. Well, Diane, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Yep, you bet. Diane and I wish to thank you so much for listening to Disney Conversations. We really enjoyed putting this particular tour together for you, and we're looking forward to what's coming next. Next week, we will take a look at what our Disney Christmas wish lists are, and I hope to have some very special guests on board as well. Until then, tourists, have a great week. Thank you for joining us here on Disney Conversations. We would love to have you join our community, so please stop by our Disney Conversations Facebook page and come on board. Disney Conversations is sponsored by Three Strands Family Travel. Contact them today for all of your Disney travel needs at threestrandswdw at outlook.com. That's T-H-R-E-E-S-T-R-A-N-D-S-W-D-W at outlook.com for your free, no-obligation quote to Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, Alani, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. Your tour guides, Matthew, Mindy, and Diane, will be back next week with another exciting adventure. ETFN, ta-ta for now. <laughs>